Do you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals? Then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to two lovely ladies, Lily Hodge and Richie Pereira. These two ladies started the organization, The Dancers Network. The Dancers Network is here to promote a voice for commercial dancers for consistent improvement of the standards across the industry. Basically, their intentions are to make our life as commercial dancers better, to get us better pay, to be treated better, and just to be placed higher up in the industry than we, sh- than we, than we already are. We're always at the bottom of the food chain, and their goal is to make sure we get recognized for, for the work we do. Um, we discuss lots of different topics in this podcast on how to make it better. Um, all I ask is everyone who is a commercial dancer or is aspiring to be a commercial dancer goes and follows the Dancers Network and shares the message that they're trying to do. Their Instagram is just at Dancers Network UK. Please, please, please go and share and promote their page as we're just trying to communicate the message that we need to be treated better. So here is Richie, Lily, and me. And we're in, motherfuckers. What's up? Hey, hey. hello. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it was like hey, it was like synchronized. Was that, was that <laughs> so, too loud? That might no. happen. That might happen a lot. It was perfect. Oh. So today, guys, I've got with me Richie and Lily, who have recently started. Recently started. Yeah, it's kind of recently, right? Definitely yeah. recently. Started um, yeah, yeah. the Dancers Network. Um, first of all, everyone knows Richie because. They've heard you on the podcast, but Richie's a dancer. Lily, do you want to tell everyone about yourself so they know your background? If they don't know you, they're dickheads, but um, <laughs> you just give it all. We're allowed no, to yeah. swear on this. That's great. I love it. Well, I'm a dancer as well. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, I started dancing when I was professionally, when I was 17. Um, and yeah, I'm really grateful for the career that I've had. I've performed on TV, performed with artists. I get to travel the world and I'm completely still in love with it. Hence why now Try we've created, yeah, I, instead of trying to leave the industry to financially better myself. I want to create a way where we can all do this within what we actually love to do and at present. So, oh, yeah. Perfect. So <laughs> these guys have started the Dancers Network. So can you tell me what the process has been so far and what is your goal for the Dancers Network? I mean, it's been kind of a crazy journey because uh, the way it kind of started is it started individually. I mean, this kind of started about six years ago when we started this conversation. Yeah, every job we were on together, we always was talking about the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it got to a point where we kept saying, you know, somebody needs to do something, somebody needs to fix it, somebody needs to, like, it's just not enough anymore to just talk about it. And, I mean, we've had the conversation with each other and with many other people. And it's kind of weird because then this year we individually decided to approach equity and Mm. ask them a few questions and just like just trying to understand a little bit what's going on and Mm. why our industry is what it is. I personally felt really discouraged after my meeting um, because for me it was like there was more questions than answers. Yeah. Lily had a different experience, I believe, um, when she went and had her meetings with them and she continued to pursue it, whereas I didn't feel like I wanted to anymore because on a personal level, I already been doing my personal fighting Mm -hmm. for so long, I had nothing left. Like, you know, my, I mean, I mentioned that to you on the last podcast, like I've been fighting for myself and for my friends for so many years now and it, it 
you know, ended up me getting blacklisted. It ended yeah. up me it having... It all just backfired against you. Yeah. And I wouldn't change a thing on that, but I just got exhausted and I was basically ready to just leave. And I was like, you know what? I got my visa. I'm ready to bounce. I'm ready to go somewhere where what I do will be appreciated in a mm -hmm. different way. And it wasn't until Lily, um, you know, kind of spoke to me and was like, look, um, we're doing this event and like, I really want you to come and like, get involved and I was like okay you know by seeing someone else showing the courage to actually do it mm -hmm. I was like okay cool let's give it a last try and then that's that's what happened from my perspective in that scenario yeah. I think because like you said you've been you'd been battling that kind of that for a few years whereas for me I was the one that was like newer to the industry younger and I'd always would talk about it's Richie get inspired after all the conversations but never actively doing anything do yeah. anything and this year I was like no I really believe if we come together I refuse to continue going into this career that I really want to go down I'm not ready to leave I want to keep pursuing it but I want to earn more money yeah and well. I just got to that point and I was like no we can actually do something so I went into my meetings with a fresh head I only recently had just joined equity mm -hmm. you'd been with for a few years so this was all new to me so I had that new passion within this yeah and that new optimism so with my meetings with them the questions that I asked I was getting yeses mm -hmm. could our pay improve yes can we change the contracts yes could we improve our conditions yes I was asking the simple ones I just needed to hear a yes if for my own for my own inspiration yeah, to, to know that you're on. fighting for something that you can we can win. yeah I just needed to hear another yes from someone that you know and um, yes, I think that's where my passion came from with you. I was like, no, Richie, we can. Like, I don't know how and I don't know what, what we're going to do, but this event's going to happen. And I truly believe if we get everybody together and just start having the conversation about it from here on, I don't know how, but we're going to start improving it. Mm. Yeah. And then I think for you, having someone else that was just as passionate and driven to actively do something, you were like, okay, then I've got it. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. do it. That's definitely, that's definitely what it was because I was like, I can't, I can't stand here alone anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, I don't have the energy for it anymore. And like, not that you should do anything to receive anything, but at some point when you keep giving and nothing comes back, you just feel yeah. empty and it's like, nah, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, you feel like there's no return. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so for, for younger dancers, because I kind of feel like dancers of our generation and our age, we understand this and we understand what it's mm -hmm. for. But for dancers who are still in college, who don't understand this yet what are the kind of things that are the problems or were the problems that we're trying to solve so they understand because i feel like they see the dancers network and they just go oh look that's cool there's uh yeah. dancers who are established and have been doing this for a long time willing to try and help us make more money but that, that i think that's all they think about mm, they don't yeah. think of why the issues are that they're not getting paid properly or yeah. who are the people and what are the problems causing it so can you clear up some of the problems that you always used to talk about or that you you face on a day-to-day -day basis as a dancer that we're trying to combat? Yeah, I feel like one of them is like respect within the work industry that we're in. Like as well as simultaneously, we uh, passionately always talk about as well our work etiquette as dancers. But having respect, like something like where we're on a job right now, it's like, why aren't the dancers getting meal tickets? Or what? like, um, to me, that kind of building our level of respect within the industry amongst everyone else is something that I feel like we face that we need to work on together having yeah like having some kind of agreement that we're 
shouldn't be bottom of the food chain. Exactly that. Yeah. I think I think with that, it's very much about <clears throat> it's about self knowledge and about understanding what it is that we bring to the table as dancers. I think that there has been a very mutual agreement between professionals that dancers are the bottom of the food chain. And I don't know where exactly that comes from because um, you know, from personal experience and I can now say I have a few years under my belt. Yeah, um, I just think that I've seen there's a job going on where I see actors having to learn how to dance and they can't. Yeah. But dancers can learn how to act and they can learn how to sing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's something very interesting to me because dancers are so gifted and they're very physical. It's like it's the the mixture between being an athlete and being an artist and yeah. you're like both and yet you get treated the least the least from all of it and it's just it's not to say that we're above anyone or below anyone we're just equal to everyone else that is yeah. in, an in, in an industry that generates billions and billions and billions of dollars and pounds for multiple countries multiple nations and it's like why is it that besides i mean we're standing next to will smith we're standing next to Taylor Swift. We're standing next to Ariana Grande. We're standing yeah. next to Pharrell Williams and, you know, these huge successful artists that they are and they should be compensated for it. But why shouldn't we be compensated for it if we're literally on the same stages? We're literally in the same screens. And there's just a, a little bit of a, not a little bit, a very big division between that type of art, artistry and our type of artistry even though there isn't. Yeah. And I think that um, for the younger generations to understand a little bit more, because even if you never worked, a lot of people will come into the industry and they will be like, you know, I'm going to pay my dues. And once I paid my dues, I will then experience what it means to be a professional. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you from seven years into this industry, I've not experienced yet how what it means to be treated like a professional, mm -hmm. not on a regular basis. I think... No, there's moments yeah, and glimpses yeah. 100%. Yeah. And then we, we're like extremely grateful yeah. for that. Like, this is what it should be like. And then, like, I've had this year, I think this year was the first year that I've, besides one particular job, but every single job I've done, I've been treated with respect. I've been treated like a professional. I've been paid like a professional. Mm -hmm. And that was not because... It was offered to me. It was because I asked for it. It was because I made that decision. And I started realizing that that moment won't come. Like, you have to decide that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we need to um, be responsible and take accountability for the jobs that we do. I feel yeah. like we do... Obviously, that is what we pay our agents for. We pay our agents to look after us and to make sure the decisions are right. But I also believe that they're also in a fighting battle to make mm. sure that they get the job over another agent because yeah. they need to keep their money. So I feel like us as individual dancers, if we go, do you know what? Like, I'm not willing to do that. Like, exactly. and if my agent can't fight for me, that's fine. But they're not going to get my money because I'm not willing to put myself in position to take these jobs which aren't giving us the respect that we should be getting or uh, not paying us for overtime. All these small issues to people who are hiring us, but to us it's our physical bodies which are mm. taking the beat in for it, mm, you know, yeah. like we need to be accountable for it and not go, well, my agent said it's fine, but you need to understand that your agent isn't you, yeah, your yeah. agent's body isn't being broken. Yeah. Like I'm trying to explain to especially younger dancers, like if, imagine your body is a car, like, and your service is to be a taxi. 
you wouldn't get in a taxi if it hasn't had an MOT mm. or passed its service. Right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to look after it and we have to look after our bodies. And when we're doing all these jobs for less money and stuff, ideally what you're doing is lowering your value and damaging your body for half the price of what you should be getting. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because it's only going to be able to do so much under certain conditions. I think it's really hard because, like, that goes to your initial question of like some of the issues in the industry and one of the biggest issue is the agency issue mm -hmm. first of all there's a massive saturation on people taking commission of dancers that they are actually not entitled to do so mm -hmm. they are not actually agents and they're also getting paid from the client which means they're doing something illegal mm -hmm. and so that is a massive deal and a lot of people don't know about this and there's also a lack of the agents don't feel like they can actually do their jobs right in terms of fighting for a higher wage because the dancer will then be approached by another agency and then agree to do the job for less even though that agency was fighting for more money yeah. because they just want the job because they just want the job but then also because the agencies aren't communicating that with dancers yeah. so that's what we like when we sat together and we obviously we're looking at this whole pool of issues that is in our industry and there's so many i mean i don't yeah. even know where to start and that was our main yeah. issue it was like it's overwhelming yeah <laughs> it was like okay so we don't get paid enough okay we don't we're get treated always late we're all, like the payments the payments yeah, yeah. are always late um we don't get respect we don't get overtime we don't have a good relationship with our agents we don't have like there's so many things you can mm -hmm. where do you start so we decided you know, it looks like the main issue, the, the biggest relationship that needs to be established right now is between us and the agents. Mm -hmm. And we need to, we need them to trust us and we need to trust them. Yeah. And so we came up with the idea of that. And as with the Dancers Network, we then went and approached every single agency and was like, can we just sit down and talk? Yeah. Like, let's Freely, just... Freely, without yeah. fear. Because I feel like dancers without are afraid fear. of their agents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every this, is, this is the problem as well. And this is one of the things why we created Dancers Network as well. Like, at the minute, it is just a movement. And one of them is to tweak the mindsets of knowing where we actually stand within that relationship with our agents. Yeah, like, do we work for them or do they actually yeah, work for us? Yeah, and right now it is that you want to create that relationship because you want that job when really you're getting the job because of you. Yeah. Because yeah. you're good, because you're talented, because it's your skill that that client wants. Mm. Yeah. And right now, that's what I think we're here to do is kind of tweak that mindset so that then we receive the work in the correct way and we understand then what we're actually there for, which then we'll actually do a better job and then we'll understand why we need to get, you know, receive the correct money for it. Because in the bigger scheme of things, really, I think that's as well what we're here to try and create like a more positive voice and a platform for dancers to be able to speak freely on is the fact that, yeah, what we get paid is a lot compared to, like, a bar job. So, yeah, you will be getting more. But, in like, in the bigger scheme of things, within the industry that we're in, it's really not enough. No. And it's about saying no to that, not on because it's more on what you're doing at a bar, mm -hmm. but no, because you know that that's not worth what you are going to bring and, in, and what the job is that you're actually doing. Mm. Yeah, and also I feel like you can't, you can't compare what we earn to someone who works in a restaurant or at a bar because the the training and the preparation that we've had to put it in is. and the, the money that we've had to put in. Mm. Like, I, I'm really fortunate I got a scholarship at my college, yeah. but some people are paying £12,000 a year for like three years, yeah. four years to become this, to get in this career. And we train hard. And we train like, hard and you don't, you don't get the money back. Mm. Like, no, it's not yeah. like when you're a doctor, you know, you'll make your salary in a year 
of what you spent out yeah. on, on loans or fees or stuff. As a dancer, you might not never make that. Mm. Like the chances of you actually being able to pay off all your debts or all the outgoings that you've put into your training is very slim. And our careers are so much shorter. So we've got maybe say you Everybody graduate at 20 and you retire at 35. That's a, in my eyes, that's a good, mm-hmm. a good fucking run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got 15 years to make all that training and all that money investment worth it to make a living, enjoy it, buy a house and set up for the rest of your future. Mm-hmm. Whereas other jobs you put all those, so say you're a doctor or a vet and you go in for six years and you're making minimum of 80 to 100,000 pounds a year. Well, you've paid off all your debts in the first year yeah. Yeah. and then you can do this until you're 60, 70. Yeah. You can yeah. do this until you retire. I feel like that's not understood in our industry. People don't think no. of... And we're oh, actually in an industry where it's so possible, Yeah. really. No, if we took into consideration absolutely everything. Yeah, definitely. And I think if you compare us... I like comparing us to footballers because mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I do believe we're on the same level. Just as many people watch us dance as they mm-hmm. watch a football match. Yeah. They go, oh, football match sells out 70,000 people a week. So yeah, cool. Concepts. How many people watch X Factor on a Saturday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're part of that production. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're part of that team. Same, so, with all the, same with all the gigs and the tours and, you know, yeah. the arena shows. You're like, part of that, that product. So yeah. why aren't you compensated in the same, you know, I'm not expecting us to earn £100,000 a week. <laughs> yeah. But even... Three thousand pound a week would be lovely. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, a bump absolutely. up from what we're on, like what an average tour fee is for, say, seven day week, just over a grand. Mm. Like minus, if that, I if think that. as it is right now, right? Yeah, it's really low. Like, like minus commission. <clears throat> like, how yeah. are you meant to make a living on that? So, say you live in London, you pay rent. Say that's a minimum of five hundred if you're lucky. Mm. If you're lucky, so that's your rent for the month. You got to pay for food. You got to say pay for your car and your bills. You, if you are a member of equity, you pay equity fees, right? Yeah. yeah. Like you want to put money away for uh, insurance, for yeah, your body health, insurance. Of course. Because if we break our legs, we don't earn money. So all dancers yeah. should have insurance. I know most don't. I don't, but we should. Mm. And then your money away for your pension. Well, mm. you've got nothing to eat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As a normal person, you've got nothing to eat. Yet we're putting our bodies at risk. We're putting our health at risk and all this stuff for this career, for all these other companies to reap the benefits of so say we are going for just dancing with justin bieber he's making a, a living off one year's work and that one year for us is the best year of our life but then after that we can't <laughs> sustain it yeah you know it just yeah. doesn't it doesn't equal up to me it doesn't make sense but i don't know how to change it and i don't know how to fix it but i do believe building that relationship with the agents and us is definitely a great first step and i think yeah, so that, we're a team and we can go together to yeah, improve b- because then you're not going what are they, what's my agent thinking? And then what's they thinking? Because if our agent is willing to say to a production company, do you know what? No, they're not doing it for that. Then we're not getting any bad limelight as mm, a dancers yeah. because the agent isn't the one showing up to do the work for the next six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, it doesn't matter if the agent doesn't have a good relationship with them or they've clashed heads. We can't. Because say, for example, like you said earlier, when you fought for things yourself, you end up getting blacklisted. Yeah. That's because you're the product and you're trying to be the negotiator. Yeah. And then you've also got to work with them for six months. Yeah. So and it makes the... your living and working experience not pleasant anymore. Yeah. And that's exactly what um, people sometimes misunderstand because they think, well, you know, the agents aren't doing their job. And I'm like, well, you don't really understand because because they can't, like, yes, right now they can't really do their job. But there is a purpose to an agent and that's exactly it. Because a lot of people want to be 
greedy and they're like, well, I'll just do it myself then. And then I just don't have to pay the commission and they don't yeah. understand what the purpose is of an agency. And it's exactly that. So you don't have to be the bad guy, but someone is still fighting your corner. Yeah. Like for me, in my, in my mind, if I think of like what the, the agent of like, I don't know, an actor is like, or an agent of, you know, <clears throat> an athlete, they're not gonna, there's no compromise. There's no, like, my client needs this and yeah. they're gonna get this. If you don't want that, then yeah. you're not getting my client. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what our agents should be like. But right now they can't because there's no loyalty from our side. There's no loyalty from their side. Everything is just a mess. Mm -hmm. But once, if we can establish a clear, open relationship with our agents, they can do their jobs better because we now are finding our voices so they can find theirs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They can confidently say, my client won't do this. Yeah. And they know that that's true. They know that you. they won't be able to find that same client somewhere else. So, you know, it's definitely about working together. And, and also, sorry, another dancer, another client mm. that would then also do that, which is when it where it comes from the dancers. Yeah. Like like what we watched the other day on YouTube within the actresses, it's not about finding a dancer, them saying no because of what they believe they should deserve, then asking the next person for the same. But if we're all in communication, which what Dancers Network is there to be, a platform for us all to unify, mm -hmm then we're all going to be on the same wavelength of knowing what we think is... Is acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Is acceptable. So then you're not going to get the next person because, no, we're all in agreement yeah. to say no. So then you're going to have to go with the first person whose job it really is mm -hmm. and give yeah. them what they're asking for in respect. I think it's really important also to say, because we basically, we watched this interview with um, Ellen Pompeo and a few other actresses that I thought was like one of the most inspiring things to see yeah. because we have to find some inspiration every day. To yeah, yeah, because yeah, to keep going. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's hard, you know, it's really hard and it's hard to always like, you almost have to like repeat yourself. It's like you have to say the same things over and over again so other people understand as well. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be really exhausting and tiring and sometimes it's like, oh my God, nobody fucking believes it. Like, come on guys, <laughs> yeah. like I can, like we can see it, you know what I mean? We it's can so see clear. the tunnel, but it's hard like to always have those conversations. You feel like you've, you're fighting every single corner to make them believe that you're worth something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but we was watching that and basically they were saying something about, it's once you, once you know and you understand, like you, put so much into your craft that you understand how much you're worth, mm -hmm. you're not going to want a job because you're cheaper. You're going to want a job because it's meant for you. Yeah. And you're going to want to be the first choice. Mm -hmm. I don't want no seconds. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'm way past that. I don't want to book a job just because, well, this girl couldn't do it, so... Yeah. So yeah, now, yeah. well, I'm, I happen to be available. Or do you know what? I'm cheaper than her, so it's cool. Mm. Nah, it ain't cool. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. But I also think we're looking at it on a level as us as individuals and between the th four of yeah. us in a room, mm -hmm. we're all we're all quite established in what we do. You yeah. know, it's not, very, it's not very often we're second choice. But I also, my, then my concern is how do we teach the ones which have just graduated college mm -hmm who know that they're not going to be first choice against you. Mm. you know I mean, they know that if you two are available, they're going to go with you two. But if you two aren't, then they're going to go with them. Or if they can get them cheaper, they're not going to stand a chance against you right now. You say so that it's, though, but... but it, it's about educating them to make them know that that's okay and it's part of the process and part of the journey. Don't just accept the shit of fee. Yeah. Because you, yeah. Because you need the job or yeah. you need the experience, you need the practice. Like, stand up for what you're worth and know when it... In two years' time, when it does full circle and they're in our shoes, they'll not want the younger dancers to do it either. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's not even about that because like, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, it is, it is different. Obviously, if I can only speak for myself, but I know it is different mm -hmm. for me than it is for someone that just came out of college, 100%. But just because they will accept a job that I won't doesn't mean that they're taking anything away from me because no, no. at the end of the day I still work like I still do the jobs I want to do yeah. so regardless whether they're accepting or not I, it literally does not affect me whatsoever because I couldn't care less but it affects them yeah in the it long run it actually way. affects them because what's happening is you're now you're now setting yourself this is your standard now mm -hmm. like that's it yeah. like there's no you won't rise from that because you started accepting a low fee so people are going to be like well but you accepted this last year so why would you why wouldn't oh you became a diva oh you become this oh you become no but there's like there's no room for you to grow because mm -hmm. you you're already setting yourself up for like for failure kind of do you yeah. know what I mean and that only can that can only affect yourself that mm -hmm. won't affect anybody else and also today like especially in the last i want to say 2 years there has been an huge amount of opportunities for new up-and-coming dancers oh i've seen more new dancers in yeah. the past two years than ever than ever 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 but the problem is the feedback that i keep hearing is that they fuck it up yeah they don't know how to be professional they don't know how to like they don't know how to behave on a job they don't like the amount of bad um etiquette, etiquette. Mm -hmm. like it's bad and that's another thing we spoke to the agents about we was like yo you need to have a little bit of a balance because mm -hmm. when i came into the industry i had a lot of people to look up to mm -hmm. and i had a lot of people teaching me and speaking to me and then that's a, another thing that i think we're here for as a dentist network is to pass on the knowledge yeah. because you, like you can't expect them to know because there's nobody showing there's them or telling them. them but then you like it's it's a circle, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know now it's getting to the point people are like, oh, nobody gives anybody offer opportunities, and then when they get an opportunity, they don't know how to take the opportunity and make the best out of it, and so they then won't work for another year or something because mm -hmm. they did a bad job, but they didn't know that they did a bad job because nobody told them. I was like, yo, what is happening? Yeah, like communication is so important, and that's what like I think is the for me the most valuable part of dancers network is the communication that we have. Like yeah. between us and the agents, between us, us and, and the dancers, dancers yeah. mm -hmm. like, and we can all see. about communication, clear, yeah. honest, open yeah. communication. I think Do you think? Key. I mean, I definitely think there's a space for it and a market for it. I teach at colleges, so I see a lot of the students, and then I see them going and doing jobs. And I would, some of the dancers that do the jobs, I see them and I think, how the fuck did you get there? Like, like I never would have put you there yet. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously, someone trusts you. Or you've made and a good relationship somewhere, or yeah. someone's seen something, you get there. But I know that they're not ready, even if it's not as a dancer, as in steps. I know mentally, and yeah. like mm. they don't understand how things work. Do you think f with Dancers Network that you could teach people how to act on a job, teach etiquette, call them in when you get these meetings, when you bring in all the dancers, and ask who if they're new dancers? Do you have questions? Like, give feedback of stories that you hear where people go wrong because that's kind of the point of my podcast yeah, yeah it's like, that, that's why i think it's really nice like both of us are going down our own avenues but, but really in the, same, the same destination which yeah. is really nice we're gonna like appeal to different audiences in different ways but sending out the same message mm -hmm. yeah so exactly that 100 like, like, i want people to not make the same mistakes i've made yeah yeah because like, as much yeah. as you learn through through experience and you do learn from failure like failure is one of our best lessons lessons failure is feedback but at the same time i do think with a platform like both of ours we can help people have a certain amount of knowledge before they step into that experience Definitely. so that the experience actually helps them 
rather than knocks them back. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think Because they don't need to make all the fuck-ups that we've made to, yeah. to be where we yeah. are. They can learn our story. There's no point in repeating the same and thing with exactly. different dancers. Like, it, for me, it's like the equivalent of having a child and then expecting, wanting that child to make exactly the same mistakes you did. Yeah. Yeah, like, do you know how, what I mean? it's how like, are we why? progressing as an industry exactly. if we're doing that? We yeah. need to, like, draw the line, know from here, how do we collectively all move forward together yeah. and improve what we're bringing so yeah. people understand what we're asking for and why. Mm-hmm. So exactly 100%. that's, we're not repeating. We make new mistakes and then we progress in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's quite challenging now. I feel like, obviously, social media is a pro and a con in this industry. Mm-hmm. Like, the pro is they get to hear stuff like this. We can advertise what we need to get across. But before, when I first started and when you guys kind of first started, we didn't have so much social media networks. Uh, you know, there was basic stuff, but everything we learned was if I went to Cisco's class and I went for food after it with him, I, that would be my that conversation. Be my, that yeah. conversation would be my lesson yeah. and how I learn. Whereas people nice. skip all of this now. They skip yeah. all of the actual people speaking yeah. Yeah. and they just see shit online and they go, oh, I got a job because they saw a YouTube video yeah. or a Facebook. There's, it's not so much references anymore and there's not... You know, you don't advise people to give someone a job because they're a great person. You go, oh, well, we saw him do this combo. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we've skipped the whole learning opportunity for the people. Fundamental, the fundamental, foundation. Think, I don't know. I feel I feel a little bit torn for the social media side because I think it's that... Life. Is it... Yeah, there's a, yeah. definitely a pro to it because obviously yeah. we can reach people so much easier. Yeah. But also reaching people so much easier cuts out half the conversations and half the people in between because productions can now see... Sarah, who's 19 and has never done a job, but they love how she looks and make sure they get her directly. But she's never had any lessons taught to her. She's never met anyone. She's never worked with anyone. She's never had these experiences to learn how to act. So they've cut all the people between to get that one thing. And then she's done a royal fuck up and And taken the job for £100 a day. And that is exactly what we're facing, which is why as well we see this for the longevity of creating some kind of structure. Mm. So some that not happening because then that is again how it undermines our industry because as much as you might be a great dancer that doesn't necessarily come across on a job you're not a great professional professional job on a professional job as a dancer is completely different Mm. as we all know and we talk about it a lot Mm. it's been it's completely different to killing the class and yeah i think that is something as well that we want to do like that needs to not happen i think (laughs) i think like if you're if you're a dancer or an aspiring dancer and you that's inspiring you <laughs> like no like if you if you promote yourself on Instagram or social media I think that's fucking amazing I think that yeah. you know we need to move with the time and we need to take advantage of this huge platform now being a dancer doesn't mean you're only a professional if you're on TV and you like the, the it means if you make money from it yeah it's yeah. like if you make money you're a professional yeah. now I I realized something that when I got approached on social media, and now I don't have a crazy following, and that's okay because I like that's not the way I monetize my situation. But um, I do get approached sometimes. Hey, can you do this video for me? It's great exposure yeah. and da 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 da. Now exposure, first of all, doesn't pay my bills, and I can tell whether they want to be serious or not by the simple fact. Yes, I would love to. Can you contact my agent? Yeah. And then they never do. Now the thing is, you have to understand again. This is understanding what the purpose of an agent is. An agent is there to protect you, like. If you understand, if you just do a little bit of research and understand how people make money on Instagram, Mm -hmm. how people make money on YouTube, that thing that they're trying to sell to you as exposure Mm. doesn't mean shit. Mm. Like it actually doesn't mean anything. There is like 
one in a million that it will be like something that goes viral for literally three months and then you're back to square one. Like that's just not, again, that's not longevity of a career. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're in a position where you get approached and you don't have an agent, then you know what? Do your research, find the agent Figure that you out. want, call them up and say, hey, I know you don't represent me, but I love what you do. I would love to be represented by you. I got approached by this and this person. I would love some advice. What do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if that's the case, be like, be brave about it. Be bold about it. Explain it to them and be like, but then do, also do your research. Don't just call up anyone and be like, yo, represent me. Like, what is it that they're representing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Would they represent you right? Yeah. Do they know how to utilize social media? No, completely. So it's like, it's that kind of thing that I think is, is really... Um, important i think social media is something great and you should utilize it but if you tell them yes contact my agent and they don't respond to it then you says so much like it says so much much about it so it's like okay so you're clearly not because social media influencers they don't deal with their shit themselves no they They do not they have lawyers they have social media lawyers they have entertainment lawyers they Mm -hmm. have everything like don't be naive don't think this is a game this is not a game and a hundred pounds is no fucking money yeah like it's not it might feed I mean? you for the week, but it's not going to give yeah. you any longevity. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love the fact that you guys are going straight to agents first. I think that's the, you know, because ideally we look up to them to do everything for us or to protect us and stuff. Yeah. So building that relationship with them is the best thing. Do you think that it would be possible for when agents get, say I'm Big Sean. Yeah. Yeah. And I contact Jerry, for example. Yeah. Well, I'll use Jerry because I know he won't mind. Um, yeah. I contact Jerry and say, uh, I want five girls and I can offer them £200 each. Mm-hmm. Jerry goes, no, sorry, my girls only work for a minimum of 250 a show. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, don't worry then, that the agent passes on that information to the dancers that, just so you know, I got offered this, but I've turned it down. That's then, already happening. Yeah. That's yeah. happening. Because yeah. then to pretend, prevent uh, a hot chocolate agency... <laughs> Like contacting those dancers and being like, I've got you a gig, but mm. it's for 210. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like they managed to get for £10 more. Yeah. Like or some shit like that. And then the dancers going, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That is the problem. This is why communication is key. Because if that is communicated, then we know. And then we can start using this platform that we have of social media to spread yeah. that awareness. Mm. Because if the agent's telling us that they're turning it down for those reasons and then another agent's coming to us, surely then as a dancer you realise that there's something there which doesn't add up. Of course, and you're loyal to that first agency. Who's got your best interests. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was like one of the things that kept happening and I think the agents got really frustrated because they felt a lack of loyalty and what we communicated to them is we have a lack of loyalty too yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but that's the that's the thing we you know they they honestly like there was a situation where it was really serious to them and yeah. you know there was a lot of drama i guess and we said to them well I, we understand that, that this might be a frustrating situation but at the same time is how would you ever expect anybody to trust you when like trust is not a given trust is earned mm. and you may like that's not like necessarily to any specific agency but because they all work differently and nobody's coming from the same place it's like you're fighting for different things so dancers misunderstand and sometimes it's like oh but you're fighting for a higher wage for me oh but you're fighting that i get a room oh but you're fighting this they're all fighting different battles Mm -hmm. so dancers don't know okay so who's who's doing it right like who's who has my best interests at heart so there's no trust yeah 
So he communicated to them, look, if you want trust and if you want people to be loyal, you're going to have to start talking. You sending an email with, are you available, is no longer good enough. You need to tell me what the fuck the job is. I want to know what I'm working for. I want to know what the wage is. I want to know what the dates and the hours are. I want to know who I'm working with. And I want to have a choice to say yes or no. It's just just respect. Like Respect me as a professional and I respect you as an agency because if you're telling me, yo... I had to turn this down because they will not respect you as an as an artist. They will not want to give you those terms and conditions. I'll be like, I got you, bro. I won't accept that job from someone else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a give and yeah. take. We yeah. all have to work it's together. It's like you said before, when they go, are you available? And you're like, oh, what is it? Oh, I can't tell you. Nah. Yeah. Well, then, it, well, then, no, of course I'm not available. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Like, like, am I dancing for Kylie Minogue or am I like dressing up as a human Dorito and walking across the stage. Like, yeah, seriously, there's a difference. Like, like yeah, like, I don't want to be a Dorito. Like, <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to cancel my family plans to be a Dorito. But, like, <laughs> and it might for Kylie. I love like, them, but... <laughs> like, no, it's, no, seriously, that is a different, like, yeah. a very big one. What? But it is those small communication aspects of things that really do go a long way. Like, literally, I think checking while we're on a job, our agents should check up on us every single day. It might seem irrelevant to them or it might seem like an annoyance, but it actually is super helpful to us because sometimes when we're on a job, there might be a few little issues that we face, but then just don't bother bringing because them up. Because they're still going to be, and there's still going to be one dancer that has to do it mm. where no one really realistically ever wants to be that dancer. Like, say if we are in a room in rehearsal and it's freezing, there's no heater. There'll be one no, dancer. To the voice up. Yeah, or because then no one does say anything. If our if our agent was then ask us how is everything? Oh, it's good, but actually um, our lunch was quite into fifteen minutes, and the studio is absolutely freezing. Then something will probably get done about it. But if not, we're all just gonna deal with it. Just yeah. warm up because we're dancing, and then in half an hour we're all gonna be warm. And no one's really yeah. said anything about the lunch, in, um, and it just gets in LA. If you're part of SAG, which yeah. is their equity, yeah. they have people turn up on set. Yeah. So say you're doing X Factor rehearsals, they have someone they have someone come in and check that your working conditions are appropriate. Yeah. They have someone mm-hmm. come in and check that you've had your lunch breaks and stuff. And I I know we're a long way from that here, but surely there's a way to aim towards that. Hundred yeah. percent. Like that. Say equity do get more involved. They could do this for us and be someone where we don't have to be the voice and we kind of don't have to say anything because someone will come and see it for themselves. Yeah. And yeah. they'll have an like an assessment so say if you work on a building construction site there's always a person whose job is to walk around and make sure everyone's in a safe working environment yeah yeah right 100%. so why haven't we got that why, why haven't we got someone coming around to make sure that everything is set yeah. like there's somewhere for us to put our bags there's somewhere for us a toilet is yeah a there's certain running water. Dis- yeah there's running water there's heating there's mm-hmm. all these things that Matt, the floor isn't condensed and slippery. Right, yeah, the floor. Like the simplest things, but they go such a long way. Such yeah. a long way. Because if you've got a two week rehearsal, for one day it might not feel like a big deal, but when you've got two weeks rehearsals eight hours a day, it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. It, you know, day five you go, I'm sick of this floor. Like, yeah, because sometimes we do actually rehearse on concrete. Like we actually do, there's a few studios we use, one of them's in North Acton, and it's concrete. Yeah. It's like, in like some if areas was, there's little bits of carpet. And if there was but, SAG in LA, you'd get an extra $100 a day for that. Yeah. Because you get hazard pay. Yep. Like, surely that's the, that's the obviously, again, a long way away, but things yeah. we need to start aiming towards. And dancers to know that this already exists yeah. somewhere else, so it can work. That's what's so motivating. Like, this can happen, and yeah. it will happen, whether it's equity or not, to be honest. Like, we see our dancers network, however it's going to come about, but 100%, that's yeah. something that we do want, whoever yeah. it is and wherever they're from, but to come in and make sure that yeah. our area of work is 
of a certain yeah. standard. My other point I want to bring up, I also try and look at it from... Because it's so easy for us to look at it from our point of view. But I try yes. and look at it from every point of view and not be a dancer and just be a, everyone's single position. So yeah, I, see it from, I see it from the agent's position. But now also say I am the uh, production company mm-hmm. and I have a really low budget because mm-hmm. that's all we've got to work with. Say, for example, they can't afford 10 Richie and Lily's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can only afford five of you. But then they've got some spare change. Mm-hmm. So I'll, in my head, I've got this thing where I think I might have said it to you before. But like if we had tiers of dancers mm-hmm. or like a tier of employment. So say, for example, I wanted 10 girls for a two day rehearsal and a video shoot. But I can't give 150 a day rehearsal and 250 for a show. I can afford £100 a day for rehearsals and £200 for the show. Then is there a way that we could go, cool. So instead of an eight-hour rehearsal day, you can have me for four. I mean, that's exactly what it is. So so you have it as like a tier one or a premium level employment would be like 150 rehearsal, you get my eight-hour day. Oh, we can only afford a tier two dancer. So can we have five tier one dancers because they're going to be the main girls. So we'll have them for that. And then the rest, can they be tier twos and come in in the afternoon? And Mm. they get half the day Mm -hmm. and they only do half the work yeah hence they yeah. get less money yeah is there a way to level it out so when you are being employed then the dancer goes oh so you're tier one richie and kane i'm coming in as tier two. Oh, i've been here four hours i'm out yeah like i mean i think that's that would be down to for example if you have a low uh, low budget uh, production right and again exactly what you said i think it would be down to the agents to say well you can have five of, you can have these five dancers for half a day yeah do you yeah, know what I mean? I don't know if it's tiering the individuals because as an agency, if, if you're an agency represented, represented dancer, you're of a certain level. Yeah, yeah. and you should but be. Anyway, and if the and this agency is representing you, yeah, I don't know whether it's tiering the dancers, but yeah, having but, less but dancers. Not even and... tiering the dancers, but tiering the employment option. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? So I want to hire, yeah, course, I want yeah. five on a tier one level, but I can only get two more on a tier two because that's all I can fit in. Like yeah, I remember oh, I in LA, okay. I'd be asked to do a job and they'd be like, well, we can only pay a hundred for example a hundred dollars for rehearsals and my agents would be like well that's only half a day fee so you can have them for four hours yeah yeah exactly, like, like, that is yeah. exactly but that's yeah. all you're having him for yeah but if you but then like for example if you ask to then do a music video and it's like you're starting the same time as everybody else you're getting like no you're not you're not you yeah. shouldn't get below minimum no at, no at any no completely place, i mean unless you're working less hours yeah because i think it's what we don't understand there's many things you can get back but your time you can't you no. will never get your time back and there's nothing more frustrating than you being on set for like 10, 12 hours knowing that you're not being compensated right. Like it's the most frustrating thing. It's yeah. the most diminishing feeling that I've personally ever experienced. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad. It makes me like really doubt why yeah. I'm doing this. And no, it doesn't, it doesn't, like no. nothing about that feels good. And I don't want anybody else to feel like that. Now, don't get it twisted. I personally tell what I want for a job. Yeah. And. Every single job I've done so far this year, besides one, well, no, actually, every single one, I've, I've yeah. said I, I don't work for that money. I work for this money, and I got it. Yeah. And, it's, and if I didn't, then I wouldn't do the job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but I just feel like we can't, you can't like yo, the, like, we're we're going from like back in the days you used to earn 500 600 700 for music video now you mm-hmm. earn 250 Minus i see music videos out there for 150 yeah. pounds like yo you're gonna be you're paying to be on a set you're not yeah. paying because by the time you paid for your travel your food 
the clothes that they ask you to wear it's yeah, like your makeup you provided yourself like <laughs> you're literally paying to be there and i'm just like what the fuck like yeah. no like yeah. dancers need to have a little bit of self-respect and a little bit of trust in their own talent to know that people should value them like mm. no you're not like people always say but there's a million dancers out there well there's a million of fucking actors out there you don't see angelina jolie compromising her fucking fee yeah. do you know what i mean like no, there's a million singers out there. There's a mi- but there's a million of ways how you can mm-hmm. actually make money with yeah. dance now more than ever. So why are, is everyone like going smaller with their wages? It's it's just like desperation and it's sad. Yeah, no, completely. There's got to be a way to combat it. But oh my god, hundred percent. And I think again, it goes back to communication, standing together. You know, giving people options. On again, mm-hmm. it's not about turning everything down. It's about it's Compr- about it's about compromising. compromising. Yeah. It's like okay, well, you can only afford this. Well, how about you use them for two hours then? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. let's find a compromise. We understand that this is a low budget, but you also have to understand that that doesn't affect me. I don't give a shit if mm. you're doing a low budget thing because this is still my time and this is my job. Yeah. So then you'll have me for this amount of hours. I'll do the best I can and we'll work from there. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not about just saying no. Mm-hmm. It's about yeah. how can we find solutions to the problem? Yeah. It's problem solving. <clears throat> yeah. And together, I think, working together with like as dancers with the agencies, we're approaching production companies. We're trying to talk to them. We're trying to understand what it is that they need from us. Do you know what I mean? It's yes. like, let's all work together so we can yeah. elevate in our industry together mm-hmm. because they do appreciate us. They don't want to mistreat us. They do no. understand that what we do yeah, is I, valuable. And sometimes I think that they're uneducated exactly. on what we're, yeah, and and what, all it needs. We just what, need we're, to... what we're meant to have or what yeah, we require. Yeah. They just go, well, you can dance anyway now. You're dan- like, yeah, they you're just dancers. Know, they just go, well, the last dancers we had did it. Yeah. Of course. And, you know, and that's what it's based on normally. It's normally yeah. like, well, we've had and people do so that before. And for so many years. So then it's just stagnant in everybody's head. So yeah. that is what we're here to do as well. It is a process. It is a movement. And we have to have the conversation with absolutely everybody that's involved within our industry and has a part to play mm-hmm. and just start at the bottom of the ladder that way. Yeah. I think with this whole movement and because we are in communication with the agencies, just going off what you say, what you were saying, it's important for the younger generation to know and everybody actually still professionals to not accept a job without an agency. Yeah. If, yeah. Especially when you're travelling and going away, it doesn't matter. If a choreographer approaches you or some other dancer that has a link to a job, you go and you yeah. do it, but on the exception that you have an agent because mm-hmm. this is again we're communicating with the agents they're understanding they're moving with us but they can't do that when we're still getting undercut by people that are going away Completely. without being represented mm. because they're unsure on what the agent is actually doing for them and again this comes with us educating and what the agency is doing but to to honestly and truthfully just not do a job without being without represented one. properly because if an agent's doing it correctly they'll be doing You'll appreciate it really it. good yeah, yeah especially always... if you're going um to another country, Jesus Christ, oh, without, please be without repre- a doubt. Yeah, Israel, I mean, India, all these different places yo. that people are getting booked on. Like, mm-hmm. okay, who's representing you? Because yeah. who is like, and it's only you can only see the good in what somebody does when something goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's I was, and, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I am. Um, when I lived in LA, I had a rental car because my car got written off. I had a rental car for six weeks, and when I took it out, they were like, "Would you want our insurance? It's twelve twelve dollars a day," and I was like. Nah, not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. The day before I give it back, I crashed the car. Oh I owed four and a half grand. There wasn't a day that I didn't think after that. Fuck! I wish I got that insurance. Yeah. yeah. No one ever needs cover until you need it. Yeah. And that's the same as an agent. You're never exactly gonna. You're never gonna un- understand the benefit of them until you need, need it. it. Yeah. yeah. Because until then, you just go. 
Well, all I do is send them a fucking invoice. I do the invoice and they pay me the money. Yeah. All they are is a postal service of money. Yeah. And yeah. that's what your brain is until they step in and you need them. Yeah. Like I can speak from experience for both of us actually because mm. when we did dance 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 me, we did it unrepresented yeah and our time was so much more stressful than everyone else's because everyone else would send a message and jerry would do all their work yeah and we would be fighting battles with production in between practicing Reversals. numbers yeah, yeah yeah you know we'd be yeah. fighting our own battles and then i i became the enemy right and it's those I mean? relationships that actually you need to yeah, I became, oh, the enemy. I became the person that they used to go, fucking Kane's a nightmare. And yeah. I'd be like, I'm just trying to fight the same battle that everyone else is, but I'm the voice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And like I said, dancers don't know how much they need an agent until they need them. Yeah. And I mean, the amount of time, since we started the Dancers Network, I cannot stress enough how many people have contacted me personally about... And yeah, and Lily about um, jobs they've done that or are gone, on or are on that are going wrong and they don't have no idea what to do next yeah. like they'll take a job without a contract they will take they have no confirmation of payment they have no like literally no agreement in place nothing no conditions and, mm-hmm. and you don't when you okay so you have to understand something you are a professional and if you're doing a job there is a contract mm-hmm nobody works without a contract that exists somewhere and if they don't you do not want to work there because it's 2018 and like see (laughs) i cannot stress enough how important it is to read your contract if you don't know how to read your contract this is why you need an agent because they Mm -hmm. do and like dance 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 like that was so hard but i'm not gonna lie to you that actually was the first contract i've ever negotiated on yeah. my own I, like well, me and you before we went there i remember <laughs> ringing each other being like what the fuck does this bit mean I don't yeah know. let's ask someone yeah we'll but that is what it is because contracts aren't easy to read no. i still struggle like during yeah. this whole process i've improved but there's sometimes a lot of things i'm like okay and it takes me a while still to understand to break down the, contract, the, the, the english that is written in but yeah. it's english yeah, but, but it's confusing invest in that yeah because we are professionals and we do want to be taken seriously so yeah. i need to understand what's on that paper yeah as well as my agent that signing it for me yeah mm. but um but it's like you have to take the time to just figure it out you really do because as much as you invest like this is something i never learned and i don't know whether i was just ignorant to it i don't know what that wasn't told i don't remember but something i wish i learned was that as much as i'm investing in my career skill wise i also need to invest in my career knowledge wise yes i need to understand what the business is that i'm going into and you're working in the entertainment industry. Simple mm-hmm. as. If you work in the entertainment industry, you need to know how the entertainment industry makes money. Mm-hmm. You need to know that there's a difference between you going on a stage and them filming you and putting it on YouTube, on their page with their 8 million followers and how they're monetizing that and that when you're signing a contract and you're signing that they can use everything for the rest of your life basically Mm. you're signing your life away and they are making money from this and you not knowing that and like i'm 100 percent guilty of this that's exactly why we're in a situation where dancers are motherfucking broke yeah it's because we don't know we're not educating ourselves we're not being smart we're like well we're just dancers i don't know how to read a contract i'm not a lawyer i don't know what the entertainment industry does bro google yeah like i english is my third language and i still manage to read a contract and understand it you have absolutely no fucking excuse like completely you have to and the more you do it the more you get used to it and the the language becomes easier for you to understand Mm -hmm. and then you'll be able to when someone tells you 
well, no, you're not entitled to that. You can then say, actually, I am. Mm. Because, not because you're fighting, but because you have knowledge. Yeah. And mm. once you bring a good argument to a conversation, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing they, they can, can do. do. I remember doing um, an advert when I was in LA, and it was like, this will just be used for this, but, and it, it won't go on any other platforms that are already invented. So they, <laughs> so they worded it so that if there becomes a, a new platform invented, then they have the right to use it. Yeah. And I was like, what does this mean? They were like, well, there's nothing else. Like, you can't go on YouTube, you can't go anything. I'm like, but why does it say invented? Like, why is it saying, like, what's already here? So if you come up with a new kind of YouTube, it can go on that. Yeah. If you come up with a way to project things on the fucking moon, you can do it. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, no, 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 scratch that shit off. And they yeah. were like, no, we can't. I was like, then I can't sign it. Yeah. Like, of course you can. And that's what most people don't understand. They think they get a contract and they're like, well, this is it. I'm like, scratch that shit off. She goes, I can't. I'm like, well, I can't sign it then. They scratched it off. Yeah. It 100% was on all platforms. No more invented. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Are but you out of... Are but you, I was like, how use... clever is that? That's yeah. genius. Oh, we're not going to put it on anything that's currently available. Well, thanks, bro. <laughs> but if we come out with a new way of like... Say, Which they will. Like if they come out with a new Netflix, it's going on there. And the like, thing is, like, there's been... Yo, apps are being invented like it's by the second. Yeah. There's something being invented by the second. they are coming through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't be naive about this. This does mean something. I've recently read a contract that I've signed and it makes me so angry. Because, like, I'm like, oh, my God, how did I ever sign this? And it says, I don't remember what it was. Uh, it was something about the usage, of course. But it says the word in the universe Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It actually killed me because I was like, wow. So even if, you know, we would take, we would take another planet, like they Scient would have the right to afford that Scientology shit. Scientology goes, we've just realized that we live in parallel universes and there's two. Literally, and it's like, well, we're making money out of that universe too, so, but you don't have the rights for it. Don't worry, bro. Like, I was like, this is killing me. Like, this is actually so funny. How would you ever put that in a contract? But they do. It did, it did. And we signed it. What one was yeah. that? That is funny. I remember seeing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know which one it is. Yeah. Do you think that you could, um, for dancers who say, well, every dancer should be contacting their agent, but when they're given uh, contracts to sign and stuff, I feel like we should get like a, an example of what a contract should look like. And if it doesn't look like that, then don't even look at it. <laughs> like, so mm. just to like to explain a little bit what we're doing. We obviously were, we approached every single agency that we know in the UK um, How what's that? What's that been like? What's the feedback been from the agents? Oh, so far really positive. I think, yeah. like yeah. really, really it good. Was, obviously, there's going to be many conversations that we're going to need to have through the, through this whole journey, right? And, the ones that we've had of just like introducing ourselves to the network, what our aims are, what our goals are, and how we want to include everyone, and how yeah. together we think we can make this work. So yeah. obviously, no one's going to have a problem. Yeah. With if that, there if there are any that have a problem, please tell me because I will happily cuss them out. On here. So there's no repercussions <laughs> to you. And there's probably been a me. little bit of resistance. There has been. But I think that's just time and observing and seeing what we're doing. Well, there's and... resistance because they're probably worried that you're going to have an effect on their well-being. And yeah. Their yeah. Which. And... To an certain extent, when there is change is being implemented, what's the word? Sorry, implemented. Implemented. Um, it's it going to affect all of us. I know, see, third language, and you still know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like it is going to have an of effect course. on everybody in some way. However, and if everything goes to plan, it should have a positive effect. Exactly. On which is which is the approach that we're one hundred and fifty percent taking. I mean, I think that 
what most people don't understand, I mean, most people do understand, but most people are scared of, again, is change, right? Mm -hmm. Because they think, well, if, let's say what we want is that us and the agents stand together, which ultimately means that we will stand our ground against people that are trying to undermine the work that we do, which could mean in the short term, it could mean that some people will resist to that and will be like, well, then we won't use any dancers at all. Mm. And that is one of the consequences that could come from this. And a lot of people are scared of that. But you look at the last 20 years, there, there there's nothing always, without dancers. There's not like... There, look at there, every advert on TV. It will yeah. always people come back. People walk in, they're dancers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... like and that and that's the thing again it's trust to know that what we do is valuable and the Asians so far you know they do they're actively doing like all the things you know, we're asking pres- yeah they, they are doing it they I mean, ANTK, the Qs, yeah they're um, just ink it's been incredible, ink, incredible R&D R&D like we had um, Free Your Style oh my god great. yeah they're a new agency Isn't that they? I didn't know much about and I've never asked, even heard of them yeah Free Free Your Style, yeah. they're called. And we had a meet, it's Ben and Nadia, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. And we spoke to Nadia and, I mean, we didn't have to say much. She spoke a lot about, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, they're a great, they seen what they're doing is a great agency. And yeah. Was, Dope. I yeah. had Chris Minow on here and he was saying really good things. Bless him. No, he's yeah. been super supportive. Like, everything that we're talking about, he brought up. Yeah. Mm. And I was like... This is what I mean. We're all on... The, we do all initially want the same thing. Our yeah. intention is all the same. We're just currently on different pages. Yeah. And we just need to... And it's weird, isn't it? Like, I'm 28 now. I've done this as a good job for 10 years. This only started appealing... I only started hearing about this when I was probably 23, 24. Mm. Like, my brain was only ever registered to how things should be. Yeah. yeah. Because I was never told it. Yeah. It was never a thing. I'd be, I remember being at X Factor thinking, why am I getting changed in the cafeteria? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. asking it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then and then someone going, yeah, it didn't used to be like this. What, what do you mean? How did it used to be? Or I've got to be, a, my call time. It's so eight. true, we get changed in the canteen. Like, sure. like, like, what do you mean it didn't used to be? Well, how did it used to be? We used to have dressing rooms. Well, what happened? Like, No yeah. one knows. Like, like know, literally. But, and it was just so, no one, I'd never heard of it. And that's why I support what you guys are doing so, so yeah. much. Because this, they tried doing this kind of thing before, didn't they? Was it Dancers UK? Dancers United. Dancers yeah. United, which had the same goal, but I don't know why. It just never seemed to progress further than meeting with, well, I'm not saying meeting with dancers, but it never got seemed like further than a conversation that I heard. And it didn't progress from that. And I already feel like this is having a lot of effects already. So it's, obviously work in whatever you're doing like i've seen you've changed a few rates on jobs like <laughs> yeah. with art, that, like fk twigs oh my god one. but you know what like i obviously um we've since we started this we've been in very close communication with the people that did dancers united because again we're trying to learn from the things that happened six seven years ago do you know what i mean yeah, we're not yeah. trying to repeat the same no, mistakes no. so you know, we ha- we have them as our very like wise, wise mentors. Yes. mentors. Well, Adrian, Tally, and Rebby, right? Yeah, Adrian's the, actually really closely working with us. They're the doing perfect this people for project. help, especially because exactly. they've been around for, for so, so long yeah. now. They really yeah. understand everything, and also they see it also from another perspective because they've um, especially Adrian, yeah, yeah Adrian and Tally, they're in a different position now, and they can help us with some incredible knowledge. It's it's been actually so supportive yeah. and amazing. And I think the main difference between then, well, there's there's a few things. You have to understand, you know, seven years ago, social media wasn't as big as it is today. Yeah. Um, also, they really took it upon themselves to put all of that weight on themselves. Mm. And, you know, they did some incredible work. But 
there's only again there's only so much energy you can give whereas i think the main uh, difference between that then and now is that we are not doing this alone we might have initiated this movement mm. but we do a lot of the groundwork which we know that we're going to need to for this to build like, yeah yeah but we've it was hard at first but we outsource a lot and we are bringing it as a community mm -hmm. effort and a lot of people are involved and do help us in other areas and we are all getting inspired and like egging each other on mm. yeah together. do you think if equity doesn't do what we need them to do do you think there's a way of they're being able to join the Dancers Network Union and making this its own entity and its own version of equity, which you we can then set the rights and regulations for. Because even equity yeah. doesn't really match everything we need. It's oh, still, it, doesn't. it doesn't cover hardly half the stuff. I think if you're musical theatre or an actor, it probably does cover quite a lot. Yeah, but for but, our industry, but for our industry, nothing. it's so different. You know, we don't get to rehearse in a studio and be on the same stage every night. Yeah, it's so here, there, and everywhere. I sh like if you're doing a music video, you might be out in the rain. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not in a theater. So do you think there's a way that if it doesn't adapt with equity how we need it to, that this could be its own kind of entity like it's that? Its own platform. Where people pay a yearly membership, which covers all the work fees for you guys to be able to employ uh, someone who has knowledge in legal ways of yeah. dealing mm -hmm. with stuff <laughs> such yeah. a dumbass legal yeah. ways <laughs> legal yeah. ways of dealing with stuff and then we can tell them what it should be and yeah. they can make sure all those things are implied i think that um we don't know what we can't say yeah. yeah we can't say with certainty where this is going because it is something that is completely new i think that what we're utilizing is all the things that are up for grabs we are equity members so we will utilize our equity membership to as far as it can go with mm -hmm. this movement however we're not expecting anybody to come save us yeah. we are fully aware of our own power we are fully aware that all we need and that's something that's always been said it needs to come from the dancers mm -hmm. and it is yeah yeah and we're not backing down we're not gonna quiet down you know me mm. i don't get quiet mm. ever no so shit. that yeah. ain't happening so and we do have a vision yeah we, we have we know what we want and we like this again and a lot of people may think that that it comes from a selfish place that, that we just want this for us and i can honestly not tell you enough no 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 we do want it for us but not us as in us this room no us but as like a collective, as a collective, collective. In a, in a, yeah, yeah. yeah. and because of course we, we're selfish and we want it for us yeah yeah, right. yeah. That's right. <laughs> but like it's i think that just to explain a little bit from where I personally come from, I always wanted, like, I I moved away from home, but I, I had to have something to justify why I'm away from home. And I think this year was a really big um, eye-opener when my, my mom died and my uncle died, and I had, like, this midlife crisis that I was saying to my boyfriend. I was like, I don't know why I'm here. Mm. I don't know why I can justify being away from my family. Mm. Because me just dancing behind an artist isn't good enough. No. Like, it's not. It's not... I love my job, but it's not bigger no than, than my, my family. And I've always wanted to... I've always wanted to change the world. Mm. And I know that sounds, like, really arrogant, but I always felt it's like I'm here to to help people and I want I want to help people that they don't know how to help themselves and I feel like I was giving the tools which was dance and communication and you know this kind of art form and that was the tools I was given to help others and with this like I'm so grateful for Lily to like you know bringing me in with this because I literally the moment we started I could feel that that was it mm. that was yeah. the reason why I'm why I'm a dancer why I'm away from home like 
this is this is reason enough for yeah. me to stay away because I am helping other people that they don't know how to help themselves. Yeah, you're building their future. Exactly, yeah. and that's what we want. Like I believe. You know, you know, it's that conversation where um, you wrote on uh, Instagram, like about dancing that deep and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, for me, it really is no. because I I know exactly yeah. what you meant. And I knew that I can speak about it and you know where I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah. So I was just like, it, it's not that deep. Yeah. But basically, I was like, I was thinking about the times where I literally had nothing, like where I was so depressed or so sad or so discouraged and all I needed is music and mm. all I needed is just to be on my own listen to some music and move and that mm. actually like yeah it did save me in so many times yeah. and I know it does that for other people mm -hmm. too and I, I think it would actually like it would kill my heart if I knew that people will leave this because they physically can't afford to eat yeah, with yeah. that mm -hmm. even though we're in an industry that has so much money that that yeah. that is for me that's unacceptable and i will fight with my life for that yeah, i will fight fight to protect that art form that we do bring and being a performer is fucking phenomenal it's best yeah it's the best thing ever and now imagine if you get that high that amazing opportunity of being on an insane stage but you come off and you can pay your bills it's amazing mm. like i've experienced it this year and it feels really fucking good <laughs> yes, like, uh, yes it feels really fucking good <laughs> yeah. to be able to like come yeah. home and like yeah I'm good yeah. I'm good yeah, like that's that high that's what we're here to do yeah completely like that's what I want for everybody I want everybody to experience that and also to know honestly I was doing this commercial in Cape Town and my my paycheck was like ridiculously good and I got no it was like ridiculous I got good. me a new bag I got yeah. me some seriously <laughs> and like I got treated so well I didn't have to worry about a thing and I, like I mean don't get it twisted we worked for our money we worked yeah, hard and the, the first shooting day was something crazy like maybe 16 hours it was like six hours overtime but there wasn't a moment that day I didn't want to work hard mm. there wasn't a moment that I, that was okay for me to, to slack a little bit I was like no because you're treated so well you yeah. feel like it's your obligation yeah. to live up to their standards yeah a hundred percent and it made me a better mm -hmm. performer I did a better job than yeah. I ever have on any other set because I was like Oh my God! I'm getting treated really fucking well. I want to. Yeah. I want to give that back. Yeah. I want to show you why you you're paying for me because I am good in what yeah. I do. Yeah. An abundant circle. Yeah. It, yeah. Because I feel like when you feel like someone like like again, I dance, dance, dance. I always bring it up on the podcast, but because for me it was like a pinnacle turning moment in my mm. career where I was like, I don't care about this job, and it was the first job I'd ever done where I'm like, I don't care anymore because I feel like you don't. Like I feel mm. like they didn't care about how I was treated and they'd be like well you're not actually dancing so you're not at work I'm like i'm in a building for 18 hours yeah. like i'm working like it, yeah like you know so that that changed my whole perspective on how i felt about this this as a career right. yeah. and i just think like you just said you felt like you could never slack on that job yeah. in cape town because they were they were team richie yeah 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 100%. You know what I mean? oh my god so you feel like you have to be that but as a dancer, if you don't feel like the production company or whoever's employing you is on your team, yeah. you don't want to give them anything. No. Yeah. Then the downside to that is you're probably not going to get employed again, yeah. which is what happened to me. The downside to that is you don't make money and you can't pay your bills. It's a vicious circle. Yeah. So stand up for your rights at the very beginning yeah. and make sure that you're treated properly. And then and it then, flows. It's organic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. But if you don't do the first thing, all those other things will end up catching you up. Yeah. I think it's really that's a really good point because... 
a lot of people, they accept all terms and conditions. They don't read it once and they say, yes, I'll do the job. And then they get to the job and they're like, oh, I didn't agree to this. Well, actually you did. Well, I didn't say that. Well, actually, actually you, did. you did. Well, I mm. didn't. No, you did. You mm. just don't know because you didn't take two minutes to read your terms and conditions. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Now you're getting to the job and now you're just complaining. Yeah. You're not doing a good job. You know, no. If you're going to accept the job, know the terms and conditions, agree to them mm -hmm. before you get to the job. And once you're on the job, bro, just You've do your job. You've got legs to stand on then. Yeah. Like, li literally, that's why like I'm that annoying dancer. I'm like, I need everything before I go into that set. I need to know what one. But how, what, much, how many hours am I working? Yeah, how, how much, much easier I, is it now though? Oh my God. At the like, beginning, it's probably like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But in but, the long run, it's only going to benefit yeah, you. Yeah. Right? It's, like the things that come to me now because I I had to make a choice to, you know, change the way I perceive myself and my work. But the things that are coming to, to me now, people know not to ask me for a low budget music video. Yeah. They know. Like yeah. that shit, I don't even get it. That's why I'm, like when I when people keep sending us stuff, I'm like, oh my God, who's sending you this? Yeah. Like and who's yeah. who's sending you who's this? Sent this? Like, oh my god, where do you where do you even see that? I don't yeah. even see it. Because I'm like, I don't need to. Yeah. But the things that are coming to me are so incredible because I am open to them and I'm literally making space by saying no to low paid jobs. I'm making space for, for the things you want for the do. things yeah. I want. And that is allowing me more time to work on myself, to mm -hmm. take care of my well-being, to cherish, uh, cherish my relationships, mm. to, you know, take care of my body. To like, help yeah. other dancers. To help other dancers. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like we can, we can invest so much time in this because we, You've opened space for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so amazing. It's exactly think... that mentality that we need to spread awareness to mm -hmm. the younger generation, to the ones at present. To mm -hmm. we have to remind ourselves every day like that yeah. is why we're doing it. Because I always exactly that mentality. My uh, my thing it. is always change isn't within our generation. Mm. We're not the generation that need to be changed. It's mm. too late. Like well, not too late, but we're already here. We need to change because we're trying to change it. So if they can't get us, they're gonna go for younger people. Yeah. So yeah. we need to have them on oh the same God, mindset as 100%. us. 100%. Yeah. That's the whole thing about it, isn't it? You say that though, but I feel like 30... Okay, so I was reading this thing um, about the seven richest men in the 1920s or something like that. Yeah. And how before the... Um, so you know how there was the Great Repression? I think that's the... Depression. Depression. The repression. Recession. 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 There you go. Wow. Depression. Recession. We get there. Okay. So that's the foreign me. Wow. I'm gonna get so much hate for that. That's funny. Um, it's okay. I couldn't get her either. Oh, Maybe just did it. I was just watching in the night, man. But basically, what happened is there, there were the, the richest men basically like in the world, and after um, that drop. Um, Pretty much after that, like they all died or they killed themselves mm. or because they lost all their money, right? Mm. And uh, the book was basically explaining how, you know, that change, like it was such a drastic change, but it happened over like 10, 20 years because time moved way slower back then, mm. right? And that caught them by surprise, even though it took so long to happen. Now, in 2018, everything happens within months. Mm. Like change mm. happens within months and you... Honestly, you have to be so adaptable to it. So anything can happen to our industry. It can, you know, it can monetize more. It can go down on mm -hmm. value. It can anything. But you kind of have to be ready for it. And you kind of have to be going with the flow and not let it affect you so deeply. Yeah. Because 
like that like change is inevitable and i think if you hold, like if all you have is oh i depend on people to pay me mm. for you to survive that's that's going to be quite difficult because then people can take it away from you yeah do you know what i mean yeah and they're I think, in control of you that's exactly yeah. and another thing that's really important for dancers is to understand how to keep their money you know, mm-hmm. a lot of dancers don't understand that. Yeah. They don't know how to make a side income. They don't know how to, so they can make better decisions. I was mm-hmm. talking to a girl who works, you know, five days a week, eight hours a day. I was like, you're working a 40-hour week, and you're making less than, like, a grand and a half. Mm-hmm. It used to be me. Like, for real. Yeah. But you're, you're investing all of your time into building everyone else's business. Empires. But yeah. But, but nothing not, for yourself. But nothing for yourself. And I think, like... Seriously, like take a little bit of time and understand the mm-hmm. beauty that social media actually brings because it can actually you can monetize so much, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice your talent and sell yeah. that for less. There's yeah, other exactly. ways of doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just about education. Yo, knowledge is so much power and I I personally I wanna help people gain that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you guys you've said that you're both members of equity. I'm not a member of equity. Mm. It never appeal it never ever appealed to me because I was always under the assumption that it did nothing for us as commercial dancers. Have you seen any benefits besides research into what you're trying to do of being a member of it? Of why dancers might should consider trying to be a member of equity? I mean I think when it comes down to when it really comes down to you, I'm not trying to, to get you to slag off equity. Oh, I just no, want to no, know. No. I just want to know because my friend, my best friend Kyle, yeah, he's in Bat Out of Hell. He's in equity, but he pays them money. It comes out of his thing, yeah, and yeah. they're giving him a pension. You know, there's benefits to it for him. Yeah. I think you have to pay extra for the pension. I'm not sure actually. I think what mm, realistically with me, I mean, I've probably been been with them for about a year now. Um, I trust their advice because mm. of the legal background mm. and in my head because legally, I don't have anywhere else to go for legal help which I probably could if again I took my initiative and went and found it which actually within this network is exactly what we're doing mm-hmm. yeah. and what we have done but as a member that's kind of what I kind of get from them I mean even like this morning I was showing you there's a poster in Oxford, in Oxford Circus that I'm on from Little Mix that I did years ago yeah. and I'm like okay hey, now I'm going to ask them yeah is, like, is this a thing or if not why yeah and then it's should, i guess should have you been compensated for that yeah and i just yeah. want to know why we're not yeah because I, that was a show that's that was a brit con- right? yeah. or was it yeah. x was no you're right that was brit awards, brit yeah. awards that was i Everyone think which again we don't have a contract for with that do we like why? no I well, think no, you probably do. You just probably never, never got given like it. A negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> Someone probably signed it on your behalf without you knowing. Yeah, I think now, um, like th- now that we approached Equity, they are we are now explaining to them what the issues are that we're facing, and they're trying, they're physically trying to find solutions to it with our help and our experience that we have. But um, I think that there are, I'm sure there are more benefits than just the legal aspect. Um, yeah, to yeah be, but me personally. Yeah, yeah but yes. I personally, I mean, I'm a very self-sufficient person yeah. and I will find out anything I need to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but not everybody likes to do that. People like to be given the answers. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to be like that, then you will get many from them. But yeah. as a commercial dancer itself, I can't say that they have as much experience as we would want to, but this is why we're trying to work yeah, and, together yeah. to also give them 
like yeah I you think don't convenient get... to respond to that because I think like anything you have to give it time yeah, yeah. they don't know anything about our industry yeah. whether or not that's because not many of us have invested in them mm-hmm. so then they don't have the time or the staff to invest in our industry mm-hmm. so I think it's just giving them a certain period of time to see how to they it. come yeah. through and they've see got to adjust to us they, as well yeah, yeah. And then to kind of make that assumption, but um, what we do? Just thinking it as a for a younger dancer who's going, oh, I should I should join Equity. Uh, What are the pros and cons to that for them? Is that worth them investing their X amount of money a month, or could it be put somewhere better? That's all because I I was never appealed and drawn to it because I never saw it. I never saw that they worked for commercial dancers. I mean, you do have you do have insurance. With when them, you, yeah, yeah, with equity. That's, that, that alone should be a reason. That's, so that, and then to be honest, that's one of my main ones. Yeah. So, so for example, if you got injured, they they, they yeah. cover your bills yes. or they give you a certain amount a month. Yes. Yeah. Then that alone is a good they, enough yeah. reason. Legal so, support when yeah. you when you um whether whether it is an equity contract or not, they can still give you legal support, mm-hmm. and they can like let's say your agent tried everything and they won't respond to the agent. Equity can go in and they can get, um, they can basically like take them to court for you mm-hmm. which is something like if you ever try to sue someone i'm telling you it's the most exhausting <laughs> yeah. expensive thing you will encounter and it will take all of your energy so in this case it, it would be really beneficial to have somebody that does yeah. that for you Dope. um that's what i can say about it i think like what you said it does take a little bit more time and you know it's really easy for us to say well why hasn't equity done anything it's you know yes. why but then well, why haven't dancers stepped yeah, up to it and asked yeah. but why haven't we done anything it's communication it's a two-way process yes yeah. that's why we, we can't blame everyone time yeah and... you can't I'm not, I'm not trying to blame them i'm just asking out of curiosity because i've never had an engagement with them no 100 yeah, and, and I, I a lot of people want to know that health insurance and that alone is enough for me yeah uh, on chris Minow's when he said oh every dancer should have insurance and i sat there thinking fuck i didn't have insurance i didn't even have insurance yeah. in la mm. like never had insurance and now i'm looking at properties and stuff and they talk about insurance on that and they're like well if you if you get ill how are you going to make money to pay for a mortgage or for mm. your car yeah. and stuff like that and i'm like Oh fuck! I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like I've never, I've never touched wood. It's never been an issue. Yeah. And like I said, but it's one of those things happens. until it yeah. happens. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's definitely a good enough reason for everyone to go and yeah, do it. Yeah, and that's just going back to how seriously you take yourself and your career yeah. and your brand, what you're actually trying to build. And yeah. I just think not many of us, mentality-wise, so far, have really done that, which is exactly what we're trying to, yeah. to do. Like we do need to see ourselves that way. Mm-hmm. Mm. And. If you do, then not having your ins- insurance is yeah bizarre. Yeah, no, it <laughs> is. but don't so, get yeah. it twisted. If you're being hired to go somewhere in another country, the production company needs to have insurance for you. You do not need to pay that yourself. Just Travel FYI, yeah. yeah, that's not a thing. They're just trying to cover their asses and save money, but they are they legally are entitled. They have to do it. Yeah, simple as just FYI. You're their responsibility, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. And usually when you do those types of insurance, as soon as you leave the country, you're basically not insured because most insurance, like the, these like cheap insurances, they'll cover their backs with like the yeah, fine print and stuff. So you have to be really, really aware of that. And yo, they have to get, they have to insure you just simple as, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um. So how can, what can we do for dancers to keep spreading this awareness? What, what, what can the listeners do? Like, is there stuff they can retweet? Is there, th- is there meetings that they can go to? Have yeah. you got any setup? Anything coming up? So I'll put this out this week so people can hear it straight away. So if there's anything in the works, they can be we prepared can. for. I think right now, because it is a movement and we're using social media as a platform, there is a, 
other things that we are going to do within the new year but I think for now it is just spreading the awareness via social media like yeah retweeting things reposting things on Instagram mm. I'd say that's our most active platform yeah. out of all three um, always it talking is about us and, and yeah always yeah. and I think it's those small wins that we all have I mean me and you have spoke about them but there's actually a few that we just come up in conversation I'm like Instagram it and then tag us like those little mm-hmm. ones when you know that your agents fought for you and you know that you've stood aground and then you know that you've got the job anyway like yeah. that's great we need to start talking about that because we're only doing that now because we're aware that this movement is happening yeah. so whether or not like that seems small to you or no one really knows about it we should be talking about it yeah. Yeah. I think to just talk about little things that happen or little things that have mm-hmm. helped or little improvement improvements that are being made mm-hmm. to talk about it and tag yeah. Yeah. Dancers Network and and also, I think that it's really important for you, everyone to know that it's not about, don't think of it as like, oh, the commercial industry. It's not the commercial no. industry. It's the entertainment industry, regardless of what style you mm-hmm. dance, yeah, what yeah. kind of background you come from. If you get paid to be a dancer, this does affect yeah. you. Well, if you get paid to be a dancer, that means you're in the commercial industry. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean so, by commercial yeah. industry. Not so I want people yeah. to understand that whether you're from, you know, the underground scene or whether you're from a technical, yeah. like, if you're know, making a check, if you're this. making a check, this is about you. This will affect you because are you doing commercials? Are you in a movie? are you on stage it does affect you and you should be compensated right you should be treated with respect you should be treated like a professional so don't turn your eye away just because you think it doesn't apply to your genre of dance it does apply to every genre of dance yeah it's a community it is a community and we want everybody to feel like they can come to us they can come and be a part of this this is open to anybody who wants to be a part of it and yeah spreading the word is really important and the next move we want to we want to make it's going to be a really big one and we will need everyone's support as soon as we can put it out there what it is yeah. that we're trying to achieve with the first few steps then we're going to need you guys more than ever and we're going to need everybody to be on board and everybody to you know request those changes yeah you know i think it's about the not demand but request and ask and and know why you're asking for it and yeah. the benefits and mm-hmm. and also if really be aware that anyone that doesn't want this to happen really think about why they wouldn't want dancers to be appreciated in the way that We're we deserve to yeah yeah really ask yourself do you want to be around that do you want to be a professional that is treated like that because yeah. I don't think you should and I don't think anybody should because we work really fucking hard. Damn fucking right. So. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Dope. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. If there's anything time. else you want to scream at them. <laughs> no, but I feel like we should have more of these. Yeah, no, 100%. Right. We'll make because it, we'll make good it regular way to get the so message people out. can yeah. stay updated. Well, yeah. I, think I think we should do one with an audience. Oh, oh my God. A live yeah. audience. That would be great. Be I think sick. we should do one with an audience and we'll get Jaren to film. Oh my yeah. God, yes. Yeah, people can ask questions. <laughs> yeah. And like, so people see it because I feel like people hearing it is good, but people being around it and being able to put their 2P in makes and them react. feel like they're part of the journey. 100%. Yeah, that's, a really, that's something actually we were like talking about during yeah. the new year and we should get you involved yeah. in. Oh my God, 100%. But I would say as well that it is a transition as yeah. well that everyone to be aware that it's a transition. So things gonna are going to change overnight and it is going to change. And any any little improvements that everybody see, we should be appreciative of appreciative of and we should play our mm-hmm. part within the movement itself yeah. i think that's really important and talk to each other yeah. like dancers listening like the only way this works is via communication yeah 100%. and it's so there now, so if you're sat at lunch with 10 dancers and you've listened to this ask them have you listened to this or ask them do you know what the dancers network is 
And if they say no, educate the people on the table with you. Yeah. Yeah. Educate the people at the audition with you. Share it. Because the more people that are on board, the better future you're creating for yourself. Yeah. 100%. Because you think that all the work is being done via Richie, Lily, and their team, but you're part of the team and you 100%. can be part of the change. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. You know yes. I mean? Be the movement, guys. Yes. Be the movement. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's down Let's to go. you guys. It's down to us. Anyway, peace. Hey. Much love, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Level Up Dance Academy, bringing you premium dance training, making you the best dancer you can be so you can have a career better than me. Rhymes, bars, rap star. I'm out. Bah. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe, share with your friends and family, and also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We out. Peace.